0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashot and Matt.
1: Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes.
0: If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Happy anniversary, Matt. Happy anniversary, Ashot.
1: Now all of our listeners are probably thinking, what the hell is a Paniversary? How do I get involved in this? How can I join in on these celebrations? Well, guess what? They're not celebrations. And it sucks. And you're all celebrating or partaking in this anniversary as well. It is the anniversary of the pandemic shutting shit down. That's where we are right now. A year ago, stuff got Disneyland closed. And it's been closed for a whole year. That's never happened in history. Never. Never. Uh, I'm going to be honest year.
0: with you. It feels like it's been five years. So hearing that it was only one year was really weird. Huh? Oh, really? It just, it feels like it's been forever. I mean,
1: it does feel, yeah, it does feel like it's been a very long time. Sometimes we'll think about stuff that we were doing. Like uh, my wife and I were talking the other day and she was like, hey, like we should go on like a, a trip to Big Bear with like some of our friends she's like we haven't done that in such a long time i was like we we did that last year (laughs) like it was in like january of last year (laughs) she's like what i'm like yeah i know it's kind of crazy but like like so much has happened we've been home for so long like this the time shift or whatever you want to call it the time distortion is real like it's yeah, uh, clearly
0: like I'm the cause of all this because last year I'm like, oh, I'm going to I went with uh one of our buddies to Austin, Texas. I was like, oh, I'm going to start traveling more. I'm going to go visit all these places I've never been to. Like let's see what the world has to offer. And then fucking pandemic happens. <laughs> so as soon as I'm like, yeah, I'm going to deal with a little bit of the like not like plane anxiety because like I know the plane will get me there fine, but it's like I don't like being trapped. In, like, a, um, with an area with strangers kind of deal. I'm like, I'm going to deal with this. And, like, I was really good. I didn't need to take anything on the plane. Bam. And then all of a sudden, everything shut down. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that that, that was only a year ago that we went on that trip. Like, what, what? It's It's been so insanely weird to think that it's been a year. But also, like, because people are celebrating it being a year almost. So I think it's something that I feel like we're going to start celebrating kind of every year to reminisce like what happened in 2020 or starting in 2019 right and then just kind of i don't know man it's like it's weird
1: no it, it is i'm i was talking to some of my cousins and and uh you know they were like you know so much crazy stuff like people have lived through so much crazy stuff industry and this and that i was like dude we're living through crazy shit right now like this stuff is going to be in the history books I, like I don't, i don't think people understand that like the world shutting down for over a year like you know a pandemic taking so many like this this is stuff that it's going to be in history books like 60 years from now or whatever 50 years from now our our, like kids and grandkids are going to go like you know how did you survive the pandemic you know what were you doing we're going to go like oh like i was in boxers playing video games all day or I don't know. Maybe you're doing something cooler, <laughs> like starting a podcast. But, you know, even if you weren't it's like, you know, I did my part. I stayed at home in my boxers playing video games and we survived. You know, we, we made it through it.
0: it. It is very weird to think that, you know, when we're like grandparents or something, that that's what they're going to ask us about the same way we would ask our grandparents about what was it like to fight? Like, in, well, I mean, I never met my one grandfather, but he fought in World War Two. You know, so, like, if I could, I would ask him, like, what was it like to fight in World War II, right? Or my other grandpa on the other side, you know, like, he fought in the Korean War. It's so like, what was it What was it like to go to war? You know, those types of things, right? Or, like, what was it like to be in the Great Depression? What was it like to, to see these kind of world events, the Cold War, right? Things that we never really experienced because we're too young. And then it's just going to be, like, one day we're exactly what you said. Going to be like, yeah, we kind of had to wear masks and stay away from each other and, you know. And it's going to um, be
1: such a foreign... Well, it's either going to be a very foreign thing, right? If, if people aren't wearing masks anymore in the future. Or it's going to be a very, like, weird thing for them where it's going to be like, you guys didn't used to wear masks? Like, what? You were sick and you wouldn't be wearing masks? What do you mean? And we're going to have to sit down and explain to them that, you know, we would also go and eat all kinds of bullshit from street. And, uh, you know, share plates and cups and other shit with other people and all of this crazy stuff.
0: Well, that's actually why I stopped um, I stopped doing beer pong with shared cups in college. Because, dude, the type of diseases on those cups, not something you really want to fuck with. And it's so funny how, like, even nobody really gave a shit. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drink out of the same cup that, like, you pick up the ball off the floor, throw it in the cup, and, like, there's a hair in it. Like, there's, like, just random shit. It's like, dude, what were we thinking?
1: Well, that's how you build immunity, Matt. But, man, <laughs> my immunity... I'm immune to all kinds of shit, to, to to hair on the floor, dust, all kinds of crap.
0: I I mean, I guess, sure, if that's if that's how uh, if that's how you want to play the the science route, like by plus, all means.
1: Plus, the alcohol burns all the bad stuff, right? Oh uh, yeah, the the four percent of alcohol that's that's in the beer. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh huh. It's definitely burning all of those bad <laughs> that's, germs. That's
0: why you have to play shot pong. Nah. which I do not ever recommend by the way I've done it. it's not not something about you want to that. Do. it's not something you want to do. but
1: but yeah, I mean if you haven't uh, realized this yet, uh, we're gonna be talking about the pandemic again like the third time or more. I don't know again again <laughs> again again again, right because yeah. it's still happening and people well there are there are updates right that have happened and I think with some of these updates, you might either have anxiety about one thing or another right? Like um, Biden just announced that uh, all adults should be able to get the vaccine by May 1st. He's going to direct all the states to do that. So maybe you have some anxiety about getting the vaccine. Um, L.A. County just announced that starting on Monday, March 15th, bars or not bars, sorry, indoor dining, gyms, theaters, other things are going to reopen at limited capacity so maybe you have anxiety about going to one of those um or maybe you work at one of those and you have anxiety about going back to work because you're not vaccinated yet so there's a lot of stuff that these announcements can uh can can cause anxiety for people i don't think i don't think that's something that a lot of people think about right like when uh, la county was like hey we're gonna reopen i don't think they were like oh shit like how is people's mental health going to be affected by us reopening all this shit out of nowhere with less than a week, you know, less than a week, uh, notice to everyone. But, um, yeah, we're, we're here to answer some of those questions and sidebar along the way to random conversations that we didn't know we were going to (laughs) have.
0: That's, that's every episode. And it's great. It's great. Uh, also, um, just the anxiety overall of realizing that, like, you have to really be self-sufficient in this life because the government is going to make choices that you may not always agree with, right? You may be sitting at home saying, I don't think we should open right now, but yet here we are opening. Or you may be one of those people that says, hey, I think that we should be opening fully right now because the majority, not the majority, but like 25% of at least California's population is vaccinated, I think. And then, you know, like worldwide or uh, sorry, US wide, we've given out like 100 plus million vaccinations. I think 10% have had their second dose. It's all these like figures, you know, it's all this like crazy figures that you're going to have to look at now because it's going to be like, how many have their first dose? How many have their second dose? How many had one dose of J&J versus the two doses of Moderna or Pfizer? How many had this? How many, you know, how many weeks has it been since they built immunity? You know, how many blah, 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 right? And then, you know, like the death count, the case count, the per capita counts, all these things. So I think like the data itself can be very overwhelming. And I, I know I mentioned a little bit ago that I started to kind of check out with the data and just like, all right, cases are going down, numbers are going down. That's all I care about. I'm not going to really pay too much attention to it because I don't want to sit there and analyze like, oh, well, you know, the seven-day average has been going down, but this week it boosted up. What happened this week? Is it Valentine's Day? Is it, you know, whatever? Um, but certainly I think that the idea that Biden presented that we're going to like have a 4th of July that's kind of normal was just such a like a nice thought to have right
1: definitely you know finally having a holiday where you know you don't have to sit here and like plan out what are we gonna do how are we gonna like are we gonna do anything first of all right like am I even going to celebrate this holiday with other people if I am how am I gonna plan it out so that everyone is safe you know is it safe do feel people feel comfortable like not having to put all of that like mental load on on us I think is just a relief by itself just like you know one less thing to worry about and something to enjoy and celebrate
0: yeah certainly I I imagine the amount of one of our buddies works in the emergency room I was like the amount of alcohol poisoning calls you're gonna get for like 4th of July and after is gonna be insane because people don't know their limits anymore or maybe they're like strong alcoholics now because they've been drinking the entire <laughs> pandemic to cope one way or the other i i quit drinking because i was like this this is going to be a problem if i'm doing this every night you quit it's... drinking well f- during the pandemic like and i'll I drink had a
1: half a bottle of tequila to myself last
0: night jesus well i mean i i well, drink me
1: and my me and my uncle split it like i didn't
0: oh okay but, i i, well, I like, drank like, for your I birthday last year he
1: had the other half that's what i mean like we got you a bottle between us gotcha that gotcha was fun.
0: i drank for your birthday last year and I was hammered at the end of our little Zoom call. I was How hammered. Hammered, man. Because I was just chugging beer the entire time, and then next thing you know, I went to go play like games and stand up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> I think that was like the second time I drank during pandemic or something. I might, I might do it for my birthday. I might just get on Zoom with a bunch of my friends and get shit faced because I have zero tolerance at this point. <laughs> it's, oh, you should. It's basically gonna be like getting a goddamn, getting like a vaccine jab at this point. My my body's gonna be like, "What the fuck is this type of? We haven't seen this in years." That's
1: hilarious. No, I, I mean, I definitely think you should. It'll be fun. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll play some games and you can get hammered and we'll record you via Zoom.
0: Yeah, there's a and lot of videos that exist of me in college, <laughs> being really drunk and people recording me dancing and shit. So it's nothing I'm not used to, but it will be nice to be able to mute certain people on my birthday like, nope. <laughs> That's
1: funny. But no, I mean that—all good points. And again, with things reopening and the vaccine availability, now it's like, you know, I know so many people that are hesitant to get the vaccine. At the same time, it's like twenty-five percent of California is already vaccinated, right? You know, if it was so bad, like why would people be doing it? And so this this is something that kept kept getting thrown around, right? Was this whole thing of like it causes infertility right and like when i was telling people like i think last episode i said that i am planning on getting vaccinated when when i you know when it's my turn uh and like there's a whole bunch of people in my family that are like no like you can't do this you're young you're not gonna have kids it's it's about population control right like uh the conspiracy theories come out so i was like all right like fine you guys have heard that this Whatever, this is a thing. Let me let me go and do some research and find out, you know, where did this come from? Because I feel like with the, every vaccine, there's always someone that's saying, "Oh, it caused infertility," or whatever. So I looked into it, and I was like, "All right, like, where did it come from for COVID?" And apparently, some German doctor or whatever European doctor who is anti-vax to begin with, right? Like, he he already any vaccine. He says people shouldn't take. He looked at like the, the whatever the, the results or the studies of like how these vaccines work. And he was like, Oh, the spike protein that they're targeting looks similar to a spike protein that uh, uh, women have when they, or not a spike protein, but basically like, it looks like some sort of protein that women create when they're getting pregnant, right? When, when, you know whatever when their womb is getting built Mm -hmm. and because they share some similarities the vaccine might target that as well and cause infertility it was disproven by the way that they looked into and they're like yeah it's like yeah some parts of it are similar but it's not like there's like a 20 percent similarity or like whatever that number was it was very low and they're like it it won't happen but at the same time it's also like, well, I'm also a male, so it doesn't matter for me anyway. Right? So I'm just gonna go and get it, because <laughs> one, if it if it there is a chance that it's like that, well it doesn't affect me either way. Uh but two, like they also looked into it because people brought it up and it's it's not a valid concern. Right? And there are studies of like the people who got vaccinated in the trials who also got pregnant, so obviously it didn't stop them from getting pregnant um so yeah so that was like one of my things right like everyone kept saying it so i'm like is this true i wasn't having anxiety about it but it was like you know i i knew if i like went and got the vaccine i would have had anxiety about it so i was like let me just do some research now and then you know give me some peace of mind later
0: yeah i always find that like these like grand scheme like conspiracy theories sound more like the plots of movies which is why like it's very easy to buy into a lot of stuff like without doing research because it's kind of the same thing as like i'm sure everybody growing up's heard of like a story of um the example is uh you know on average a person eats seven spiders in their sleep you know have you ever heard that like as a kid yeah yeah definitely Right, everybody's got a cousin who says that. Then, hey, you know, when you go to sleep, spiders crawl in there, and you're going to eat seven a year, and you're and you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, be a I don't know spider muncher or something. And what happened was, when you actually look into the story, there was this guy who said he could convince people to believe anything if it was printed in the newspaper. So he published a story that people, on average, consume seven spiders a year. And then eventually people believed it and people repeated it, repeated it, repeated it, repeated it. And then everybody kind of universally has this kind of story or everybody knows a cousin who like did something crazy or a friend. You know, it's like you when you start talking to people that grew up in different areas, like different states, different countries, people have similar stories. And it kind of becomes like a meme of itself. And the thing is, you know, it's just there's so much information out there with the Internet that it's so easy to like get tricked Into believing one thing or another, right? I, I, you know, don't know what's actually true for some of this stuff because I'm not doing the research, right? But when you start looking at the research, and you start seeing what's actually available, then you can start to kind of like figure it out, and you have more data points. So for some people, you know, like I was talking to one of my friends, and they said, oh, you know, um, there was this like nurse who took the COVID vaccine and she died, or there's like a nurse who did the research and refuses to take the vaccine. And I was like, well, if she did the research, why is she refusing to take it? Well, she doesn't believe in any vaccines. Well, why? I don't know. I just saw it on Facebook. It's like, well, then do you actually know the person? Like, what evidence are they citing? Or like, you know, what's actually going on with it, right? Because it's so easy to, like, get into that fear mode, especially for people with anxiety. But anybody, because you're just like, oh, shit, I don't want this new thing, right? New is always scary um, for the most part.
1: No, Definitely. I mean, we're not saying don't follow your doctor's orders, right? Like if your doctor says, hey, and you trust your doctor, right? And you have a relationship with them. They're like, hey, you know, maybe you want to wait a little bit longer to get the vaccine because of X, Y, and Z. I mean, like I would trust my doctor and like I had talked to my doctor about it before and they said just wait until next year and then, you know, and then figure it out. So it's like do your research, but also listen to your doctor because they might know a thing or two um
0: just one or two
1: maybe yeah uh i mean i think that's that's definitely one of the big ones you know a year later we have you know they started developing this now we have it publicly available or generally available um and so now it comes down to are people willing you know to take it and you know what kind of effect is it going to have on, you know, on people's health and men- mental health, right? Because if there's all these conspiracy theories flying around, you might think, what if, you know, you go and get the vaccine, you're like, well, what if it's true? What if it happens? Um, but I think as long as you do the research, again, credible sources, right? You <laughs> you don't want to go on YouTube or Facebook and type in, uh, you know, vaccine causes infertility, because there's a lot of crazies out there. And a lot of crazies will tell you, that uh, it
0: does cause infertility and all this other BS. Also, if you Google, do vaccines cause infertility, you're going to get sent pages where it says yes. Because typically people Googling questions in certain ways, like they're they're using that to feed into their websites, right? So like if you Google like COVID-19 vaccine deaths, you're only going to get websites where like people died if they got the vaccine. Right. And, and like there was actually this article that I saw on Reddit where, it was something like woman dies three hours after getting COVID vaccine. Right. And that's the headline. And this is why we always say you got to actually read the articles and then deduce what's going on because you read the article and she died in a car accident. Interesting. So yeah, it's I know, like, I know
1: there was another one where it was like something similar where it was like woman dies after getting COVID vaccine. But then like when you read into the story and I think we might've talked about it a little bit on this, on the podcast. Um, When you read into it, it was like, she already had COVID. They gave her the vaccine in in the hopes that it might help her get better, right? That her body would be able to uh, build, like, more antibodies to fight it. Mm -hmm. But, like, she was already doing bad, and she died. So, it wasn't like, the vaccine wasn't the thing that killed her. Like, she was already declining. They were just like, hey, let's, like, let's give her the vaccine, and hopefully it'll help.
0: It's kind of like um, the same thing with, like, ventilators. Like, if you get to the point where you have to be put on a ventilator, like, where you can no longer breathe, um, you know, your your body can't breathe for itself, and you need, like, machine intervention, you're already in a pretty bad state. Right. And then it's like, if you die while being on a ventilator, it's not that the ventilator killed you. It's that they did whatever they could to save your life, and your body just couldn't do it with the ventilation, as well as everything else, right? So it's kind of like you know, you really need more data points and it's it's scary because, you know, you see things, you hear things online and that's the thing. Everybody now, you know, we're talking about like this woman that died, right? We could have heard the same story from different people and it's slightly different, right? Like in yours, she died, you know, she got COVID twice and mine, she got into a car accident or whatever. Right. And then eventually these things get reported on because they see them in Twitter, the news cycles report them, all this crap. And then it's kind of like, well, okay, so now what, you know, it's like, and, and I, I mean, there will certainly be people that get the vaccine and they die within a day or two or hours or whatever, whether it's caused by something else. Or even if it was caused by the vaccine, it's like a one in a million chance. It's like, do you risk that one in a million for you to be protected by something that maybe you have like a one in a thousand chance or one in, you know, 100,000 chance of having like long-term effects from, you know? Like when you want to play the numbers game, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like you have, you have a better like i think statistically you'd have like a better chance of like dying from covid than you would like winning the lottery so right. if you ever won the lottery d- do what you can to avoid covid cuz you're 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 <laughs> lucky so, so so who knows yeah. um but you know it's like you, you just have to do the things and and stay you know take preventative action and all that stuff right and um it can certainly be scary because now you you may be at home and you've been at home the entire time thinking well, okay well now this thing's going to end soon but th- what's the next step Right. The next step would be like getting everybody vaccinated, at least like where we're at in the U.S., getting everybody in the U.S. vaccinated and then starting to vaccinate the world. Right. Because it's not going to go away until like the world is fully vaccinated, essentially. So it's kind of like, you know, just how do you get into that stage? And then at which stage do you open up what in your life? Right. So like for me, when I'm fully vaccinated, I'll be visiting my friends that are fully vaccinated. You know, I'll be visiting my friends that maybe have had one shot or 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 they're going to get a shot and (laughs) I'm going to get a shot. Get it. (laughs) Haha. um guess i'm not
1: seeing you for at least another year
0: what i I can't make that joke for a year
1: no i said i guess i'm not seeing you for another year
0: okay (laughs) sure
1: i'm not vaccinated yet so you can't see me
0: okay all right sad sad times man i can see you right now i just can't feel you can't feel you (laughs) um but you know what i mean it's like you're gonna start doing more things that you haven't done before and those things are gonna be like scary when you first do them Right, like if you haven't been to a restaurant in a year, the first time you go to a restaurant and the, the you know waiter waitress asks you, you know what would you what like? Would you like? That? Yeah, <laughs> you know you're gonna you're gonna freak. The you're gonna be like, oh my god, I I I I I don't know. Do I want the pizza? Do I want the fucking spaghetti? Do I want the cheesecake? I I don't know. I haven't been. You know, it's like the <laughs> the anxiety that you're gonna have just like sitting there, doing something that used to be so routine regular yeah could be could be pretty high so like you know definitely even when you're being safe do those things in baby steps you know don't don't decide like you know as soon as you get vaccinated if you haven't been around people for a while you're gonna like fly to miami and like go to disney world or something and you're like i'm gonna be around all the people and then you're just like shit this is this is overwhelming
1: that's hilarious yeah see uh, i i took a different approach and i just uh, i i continued going to restaurants uh, while they were open with outdoor seating So, uh, my, my restaurant etiquette, it's still, you know, it's still there. I'm still, I'm still okay. When they ask, would you like fries with that? My answer is always yes, please.
0: It's good. It's good that you say, please, you have manners.
1: You need to, man. But no, that, that, that is a good point. Like stuff is going to open up and it's like, how do you, you know, how do you decide one? Well, if you're a worker and working there, you know, how is that going to affect you? whether you're vaccinated or not, if you're vaccinated, hopefully you have some peace of mind, but if you're not, uh, you know, going back to work, having people coming, not knowing if they're vaccinated or not, uh, it can be scary. And I mean, you know, I think you need to really, again, do your research, figure out you know, what kind of precautions your workplace is taking, you know, hopefully you can go and get vaccinated soon. Maybe that's a consideration you make, um, if you're going out, you know, because stuff is opening, uh, again, you do the same thing, right? How safe our place is going to be? The, is the institution I'm visiting, you know, the restaurant or the gym or whatever, like, are they taking the safety seriously, right? Like, what are they doing to keep me safe if I'm not vaccinated? And even if it's open, you know, do I want to go? Is, is Do I feel safe enough to go, you know? Am I gonna be okay going and working out with other people? Even though, you know, the county's allowing it now, should I actually make the decision to do it? I think those are all, you know, very personal questions that you have to take some time to think about and answer. Because if you don't answer it, if you don't think about it, you know, you might get caught up, you might end up there at the gym and someone might cough and you might start freaking out or have anxiety when you get home because you might've been exposed now. Like, um, you know, you definitely want to have some forethought when it comes to a lot of these things.
0: Yeah. The, the planning side of it will definitely help you. Uh, one of my coworkers, he will cough every once in a while and we can get tested every week at work. So, you know, like I got tested this past Friday and he coughed. And normally when he coughs, like I just kind of like stare at him from across the room. We're probably like, 20 feet away-ish and just kind of like stare at him until like he says something and he knows that I'm gonna do it every time he coughs now right so he'll like look back at me but uh one time he did it when we were on like a meeting together and I and I just popped up like a meerkat you know like jumping out of a hole <laughs> and just like like jumped up and like stared at him and he just started laughing <laughs> and it was really it was a you know it was a funny moment in something that like kind of is a serious situation if somebody is like coughing non-stop but he at one point was like yeah I'm kind of coughing and like I didn't, like, eat anything, like, I didn't eat any spicy food or anything, and I was like, you better go get tested then, bro, like, what do you do, stay away from me, I kind of put up a little cross, you know, where you take your two fingers, and you make a cross, like, at a vampire, I'm like, no, 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 bro, we're, we're, stay away, um, because it, it certainly is something that, like, it still is a issue, right, there's still people that get infected every day, and it's like, that number's gone down, 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 but until that number is like, in the hundreds or zeros, you know, there's still a little bit of a risk, right? But it's the same way there's like a little bit of a risk doing really anything in your life, right? If you get in a car and you drive to work or you drive down the street to um, a restaurant or to even to like a park or like a hike if you're just going to do something alone like in COVID, there's still risk involved because there could be somebody on the road that gets into a car accident, right? There's going to be a risk to everything that you do. Every day you wake up, there's a little bit of a risk. But most of that risk is readily mitigated, right? We have cars that have, um, you know, like those little sensors on the mirrors and they tell you somebody's in your blind spot. Right, we have mirrors so that we can see behind us. You know, we have traffic laws so that we know that you know if the if the if it's a red light, hopefully nobody's running the red or you know whatever. You know, you look both ways before you go, kind of shit. Right, there's things that we all do to stay safe, and it's going to be interesting to see how those little things that we've done the past year start to translate to kind of a more post-COVID era. Like I hope that if somebody's feeling sick, they'll put a mask on and just say like oh i have a little bit of a sniffly nose or i think i'm getting the flu you know wear a mask because pre-covid there'd be so many times when i was taking trips with my friends and i just avoid everybody if they cough like you hear a cough and it like echoes throughout our workplace i'm like stay the fuck away from that area (laughs) but now i have a solution right because now i could put on a mask and be like i don't want to be around your fucking influenza ass that's
1: hilarious (laughs) but no that that is a good point um I, I do hope that a lot of, you know, now that we're a year in, we've been doing a lot of this stuff for a year, right? I hope a lot of it comes over. You know, people washing their hen- hands for 20 seconds uh, when they get home, when they, you know, after they're outside, after they touch stuff. Like, sh- people should have been doing it, but hopefully now it's more commonplace because of this virus where people will continue to do it. And it'll, you know it'll eradicate other stuff, right? Like, I think they were saying, like, the cold, like, the common cold, cases of the common cold have gone down significantly ever since this all started. And it's because people are washing their hands, right? Like, <laughs> they're yep. wearing masks. They're, they're you know, more conscious, more mindful of, like, and the germs that, that, that they're bringing home. And mm-hmm. they're hopefully, you know, using hand sanitizer and all this other stuff.
0: And the flu as well. The flu's been basically non-existent
1: yeah um which which is awesome i mean you know if if we have a new way to fight you know common viruses um and bacterial infections it's like now you can wear a mask and you know wash your hands which you should have been doing anyway but (laughs) now the people know that you can wear a mask and uh, wash your hands and use hand sanitizer and hopefully not get infected by something other than Uh, other than COVID, right? Yeah. All these other stuff that we've, that have been around.
0: And it kind of goes the same for anything, right? It's like, if you're having, you know, safe sex with somebody and you're using protection, like, you know that that protection is in place to not have the risk of getting viruses, right? And STIs and all that other shit. So it's like, it may not feel as good, right? It certainly doesn't feel as good to walk around with a mask on than breathing like, fresh air but it does help protect you and like that's kind of the point right it's like you you already do these things in your life anyway so like i do hope that like like uh food workers they continue to wear masks and gloves because i know like you know they don't i've mentioned this before but like they don't get a lot of time off and like the sick time is usually pretty negligible for somebody who's in like the restaurant industry so the thing is like you know if they're sick they got to go into work so they go into work and like maybe they're sick and like they cough on a menu menu gets apparently menus are like the worst things you can touch at a restaurant because yeah. people literally will like go to the bathroom like not wash their hands and then like piss and shit and then they touch the menu and then they like pass it on to some other table it's just like it's nasty dude so it is may- maybe it'll be more of a digital landscape and then you know uh, i mean you know we're right there right
1: like a lot of restaurants that i've been to now they have qr codes that you just you scan with your phone and the menu comes up on your phone they don't even have regular menus I think that's a trend that will continue. It's you know, it's better for the restaurant, less paper, less things to worry about. Um, it's easier for them to change their menu, right? Because if they want to change it, they just update a website versus having to reprint all of their menus. Uh, and it's just overall cleaner. And they'll still offer it to you if you want a menu, but I think it's been nice. Just, you know, take a quick look. What will be really cool, actually... Huh, I think I just came up with a new idea, Matt. I'll talk to you after about it though, because I don't want to say it on the air, because then someone might steal my idea. I don't want that to happen. But new idea coming soon.
0: Perfect. And that is how you create a business in a sustainable way, people. You know? Yeah. I, I I I've seen so many podcasts that will come out, and I know a lot of like ours is recorded a little bit beforehand, right? But a lot of times somebody will record something. And then like they say an idea and then all I like, go check and like that domain name will be available or something. And I was like, you probably should have bought this before you told all of your fans, especially I listen to like bigger podcasts, like millions of people, like before you did this, because like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about registering this like app or this company name. And I was like, five people probably just registered that exact name, like should have done it before you released it, man. So it's certainly something you should consider. Yep.
1: that That's why I stopped. That's why I stopped there. <laughs> Uh, you, you may hear about this idea coming soon, but we'll see. We don't know yet. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, again, I hope that a lot of this stuff stays, a lot of the positives. Um, again, we're a year in. It's been. I know it's been a hard year for everyone, whether you lost someone, whether you got sick yourself, you know, saw friends or family get sick, um, you know had to stay locked in and not see people. You know, it's it's not a it's not a positive anniversary of something, right? But I think the positive part of it is that we're we're almost over the hump. We're almost on the other side of it. You know, people are getting vaccinated, cases are going down, vaccines are available. And I think, you know, we will get to a place soon where we don't have to worry about about it as much that will hopefully help a lot of our uh everyone's mental health and unfortunately we won't have much to talk about so what if our podcast ends there too guys now that the pandemic's over what what are we going to talk about
0: we can talk about the anxiety of me doing things like uh, getting scuba certified uh getting my motorcycle license um Taking a trip to South America or something? Like, all the things that I was supposed to do in 2020, they got canceled. We could talk about all those things and how they make me feel. Sure. Let's do it. Certainly with scuba diving, man. Scuba diving sounds so fun, but it also sounds terrifying.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I I had a friend that goes and invited me, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about having, you know, some tanks, you know, on my back and me being underwater and just relying on those. But he was like, it's very liberating. Like you feel great, which I think I would enjoy. But like, I think the anxiety before I got there would be kind of thing Um, Mm -hmm. until I got used to it. Right.
0: So when you get certified, they actually, you do it in a pool.
1: Yeah. That's what I was about to say. I think you start off there anyway. So
0: yeah. Yeah. They (laughs) they don't, they they don't let you like open dive or free dive unless you've done it in a pool a few times. And then they take you out (laughs) with an instructor and then they take you out. But it's something that's kind of cool because I have friends that like they've gone to hawaii and they're able to um, go scuba diving like with turtles and shit and they have like these really cool pictures of them with these crazy turtles and i'm like that is a tinder gold mine sign me up <laughs> you know free the turtles but uh, all all jokes aside it is something that is really cool that you can like travel around to do different things of when places open up and it's kind of a, a fun thing that uh, it's also cuz it's kind of scary so i'm like things that are a little bit scary i think you should sometimes try out and if you don't like it then you never do it again right if you pay 40 bucks to get certified and you hate it on your first dive and you and you, and you freak out then whatever or I mean, at least sure you know you're not gonna do that to thing get certified uh i think the first classes are pretty cheap when i looked it up to actually pay oh, he, for the license is do, a couple hundred yeah. I think.
1: yeah that okay that makes sense
0: yeah because i think you have to do like a test with an instructor or something I, I don't know i looked i looked this up a few years back and i haven't I kind of shelved it for last year, and then because everything got canceled, I was like, ah, I'm not going to go try and do this shit now. Even though you're, you're, it's a pretty socially distant uh, activity <laughs> if you go alone, yeah, it's right? It's literally so, just you. <laughs> it's just you Even and a couple of... Even if you go of,
1: with people, like you're underwater. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't Yeah, think you're, you're, you're breathing
0: air in a tank. You're wearing a different kind of mask. Like you should be okay. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. But it, it is certainly something that, um, I don't know, hopefully I get to talk about my experience soon in the next couple months or whatever.
1: No, that's awesome. And I think new experiences... Are, are definitely going to be something that a lot of people experience right after being home for so long. People are going to want to go out, do things that they used to do, but hopefully also do things that they haven't done and try new things out. Um, and, you know, the, there's a certain level of anxiety and excitement that have to do with doing new things. So I think it's, a, it's an exciting time for, for everyone to have things open, go out, do new things, do things you used to do and just overall, you know, go back to living, living life, like moving forward with things.
0: Yeah. I think that's very important for the anniversary. Like you mentioned that it is something that's like a negative thing. It's almost like the anniversary of like, um I don't know, like a car accident or like the loss of a loved one, anything, right? It's like something that's kind of like a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like if you can use it and reflect and kind of appreciate it's like how far we've come so far and like, you know, we know that we're, we're going to like get back to a place that's hopefully better than we were before. Right. And the same with anxiety because a lot of you listening, it may be your first time really dealing with strong anxiety and you you didn't have a resource and you found us. So we're thankful for you and hopefully, you know, it's helping you at home. And certainly it's something that, um, you know, it, it it will get better both with the pandemic and with anxiety. It I just agree. takes it takes work. But together, we can all kind of make it.
1: Yeah, little by little, right? Even with the pandemic, you know, everything happened little by little. We didn't have a vaccine the first day. Um, Things didn't, you know, open the first day. They opened slowly. Vaccine, you know, was developed, like, quickly. But, you know, it still took time to do all the testing and to do all the stuff um, to make sure it was safe. So, you know, they went through all the motions. And so that's the thing, you just have to go through all the motions, I think, you know, with anxiety, with the pandemic, um, you know, take care of yourself, take your meds, you know, make sure you're getting, um, you know, enough exercise, enough food, good food, enough sleep, uh, you're meditating or, you know, being mindful, all all of these different things. Um, Go through those motions and then, you know, you'll come out better on the other side. Hey, thanks for listening, guys, uh, to this week's episode. Um, If you guys are enjoying the podcast, make sure you share it with your friends. Uh, You know, we want to reach as many people as possible, so you know, let other people know. There's there's plenty of people out there that uh, are struggling with some sort of mental mental health uh, disease or any kind of mental health problems, uh, and we're hoping that you know this podcast can. Help them a little bit and give them some knowledge that they can use to uh, come out, you know, better on the other side. Um, so you know, let your friends know, let your family know, spread the word, leave us a review if you can. That definitely helps us and helps us know, you know, how well we're doing. We should even continue doing this, right? Are we just wasting our time uh, every week recording this, or are we actually helping people? So. Um, We appreciate that. We appreciate all of you guys listening. And uh, take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Stay healthy. um, And happy Pandiversary.